Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of A Little Wiser. I have not one, but two guests. I have my esteemed producer, Erica Gerard. And Erica, do you want to let our listeners in on who our VIP guest is? Oh, yes, I do. We have none other than the queen of podcast PR herself, Lauren Passell from Tink Media joining us today. Hello, Lauren. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. I have been listening to this show, I think, since the very beginning, and I can't believe I get to be on it. I almost fell over when you asked me. Thank you so much. (laughs) So last week, we brought you Last Day, and we thought a great follow-up would be introducing you to podcasts that we love. And I'm a huge fan of podcasting because it's so intimate. I think people being in your ears, for me personally, when I'm walking, when I'm hiking or doing the laundry, I just... I don't know. There's something so immersive about it that I love. And it is a very crowded landscape. You know how everyone can't figure out what show to watch? We're all Googling, like, what's the best series? Um, I feel that way with podcasts because there's over 2 million. So hopefully today we are going to be of service to you because we are going to talk about podcasts we love and think you will too. Erica, do you want to kick it off and tell us about a podcast you love? I do. And this is so live that I apologize. You're going to hear my dogs barking in the background, which is also part of podcasting because it's just, you know, this is real life. We're not always so fancy over here and all the wiser, even though we try to sound like it. But I would like to share a podcast that I am also working on these days. Many of you may hear at the end of the credits of this show that uh, it is produced by Podkit Productions, which is my podcast production company. And I help people who want to create podcasts plan and make them and launch them. And I'm working with someone who, you know, I, I don't normally say this about all my clients, but she's really quite a natural and she's an indie podcaster and she's just, it's like, you know, those podcasts you listen to where you instantly feel like you want to be best friends with the host. Yes. Well, this is how I feel about Erin, Erin Keating and her podcast, which is called Hotter Than Ever. And it's for primarily women over 40. I'm just going to say. Be honest about that because we all have to have a niche and that's hers. And I am also a woman over 40. So maybe that's why I also love it so much. But in her show, she kind of uncovers all the unconscious rules that we've been following as women. And then we break those rules and find new ways of being freer, happier, sexier, and just frankly, more honest with ourselves. And I would love to play a little clip of the show if I can. What do you guys think about that? Love it. Okay. Okay. Here we go. I'm a big fan of people who can make these long-term relationships work. And I'm not going to say that I'm a failure at it. (laughs) I did my best. 
I did my best to stay and to be one of those couples that makes it to your 50th anniversary and everybody can't believe and wants to know what the special sauce is. I don't have those answers and I didn't have that marriage. And I stayed in it much longer than I should have. Um, I love the show and I highly recommend it. She has hostiness. Hostiness. I love yeah. that. Lauren, I, que- queen of all podcasting, writing about them, um, helping them, loving them, launching them into the stratosphere. What podcast are you loving? Okay. You said I could have three. Is that still allowed? It's still allowed. Yep. Yes. Okay. I. It's very hard for me when someone asks me to name my favorite podcasts because it's like, I don't know. What day is it? What do I feel like? What mood am I in? What activity am I doing? But I thought really hard about the All the Wiser audience and what I think everyone listening to this will enjoy. And I thought of one dark podcast, one funny podcast, and one very, very sweet podcast. Which one would you like first? Ooh. I'm going to go sweet first. Me too. That's okay. weird. Why did we both choose sweet? I don't know. Twinning. <laughs> Have you heard of Finding Fred? No, love the name. Okay. I think I've I've vaguely heard about this in podcast land, but I haven't listened to it. You are in for a treat. It is about Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. And it's really funny because I grew up not liking Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I was bored by it. I remember thinking like, I don't need anyone telling me I'm special. I know I'm special. Duh. Like, I was just like, I had a lot of confidence and like, it seemed like a snooze fest. And like, I listened to this though, because it's hosted by Carvel Wallace, who I follow his work and co-hosted by Fatherly. And I realized that I didn't need Mr. Rogers then. I need Mr. Rogers now. Mm. And it was... So it's about the show and it takes us through Fred's life and the emotional impact he had on children and, and how he tackled really thorny subjects, especially considering the time that he was doing it. I, there is one episode called Beth. I mean, you should listen in order, but prepare yourselves emotionally for the episode called Beth. I had to stop. I, you know, these moments, their intimacy. I, I remember where I was when I was listening to it. And I, I stopped on the sidewalk and I felt like I was collapsing. It, oh my gosh. It is, but so it's, it's, I, I know I said, if this is sweet, there's more sweet than sad. Um, but I do think it will remind you how much you loved Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Or if you're someone like me, it will make you love Mr. Rogers. After her brain surgery, Beth Usher fell into a deep coma. Her parents, Kathy and Brian, kept Mr. Rogers' music playing in her room. One night, a nurse came into Beth's room and said, Kathy, there's a man with a voice sounding like Mr. Rogers, claiming he is Fred Rogers and he'd like to speak with you. And I I went to the desk and I picked it up and he said, Kathy, this is Fred. And I'm getting concerned. I wanted to find out how Beth was. And I said, "Um, thank you so much for calling. But unfortunately, there were major complications. And Beth has been in a coma now for a couple of weeks. And he said, I'd like to come. 
I won't stay long, I promise. And um, so we said, okay. So a couple of days later, in he walked with a clarinet case. He placed it on Beth's bed, and he opened it slowly and took out King Friday, Lady Elaine Fairchild, Daniel Striped Tiger, and Meow Meow Pussycat. (laughs) And Beth had her own neighborhood show. He had like a serious like comeback post-mortem. It was Tom Hanks, right? Mm-hmm. With, um, yeah. And there was a documentary too yes. around the same around time. Around the same so time. good. I saw that documentary on an airplane and Uh-oh. I was crying. I was one of those like ugly cry on an airplane moments. So I would totally be into this podcast. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. I'm super excited as well. So sweet first. Um, what was the other one? Sad? Funny and dark. Okay, let's do dark. Okay. Well, I am absolutely positive that everyone will like this because it's from Lemonada, which it, I always think about podcasts as like in friendships, like podcast friends. And I think a lot of the Lemonada shows are podcast friends with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just released a podcast called Blind Plea. And I don't listen to tons of true crime, but I know Lemonada is going to do a good true crime and ethically well done, beautiful true crime story. And they recently had a podcast called Believe Her, which was about a domestic abuse survivor who killed her partner while she was defending herself. And it kind of twists the typical domestic abuse story on his head saying, what happens when the victim survives? And it's a really heart-wrenching story, really It's a great piece of journalism. It's really well done. Well, Blind Plea is much like that. Um, It starts in, the story begins, It's the setting is so good. You're in Alabama. It's 40 years ago. And this uh, man is attempting to kill his wife. And she shoots him in defense of herself. 40 years later, on the same property, her grandson is there. He's brought his girlfriend to live there on a, in a trailer on the, on the plot, and he's trying to kill her, and she kills him. Forty years later, same family. And this woman, you know, he'd been beating her up for years, and she had to take what's called a blind plea. And that means you take you, – you confess, even though you have no idea what the sentence will be. It's very rare. And she did that because she's black and in the South and she didn't think she had a chance. So this is what if the domestic abuse survivor, you know, has to plead guilty and it is, it just began. So I don't know when you're listening to it. They put out a bonus episode already of audio of her right after she committed the crime and was taken in. It is, I just, it's somehow, even twistier than believe her. I recommend them both, but um, I just, I have high hopes. I know it's not done yet, but it already gripped me in the first few minutes with that scene setting in Alabama 40 years ago. In a small town outside Birmingham, Alabama, sits a plot of overgrown land. It's almost invisible from the road, tucked deep into the forest. Vines snake across the ground, wrapping around trees beside an old, broken-down trailer. A dark history lies beneath those vines. 
40 years ago, a woman shot and killed her abusive husband on this land. And now, that woman's grandson will die in exactly the same way. So let's go back. Back to the first time tragedy hit this land. Wow. I love those shows where I also learn more about our criminal justice system and it you know, pumps up the activist inside of me, but they're also heart wrenching and beautiful and poetic and all the things. So this sounds incredible. And I agree with Lauren that Lemonada, I think Lauren, you've really introduced me to a lot of their shows and they produce great podcasts. And I agree that it's very aligned with what I believe our listeners would be drawn to and Last Day, which I introduced you guys to last week, is one of those shows produced by Lemonada. But they're doing great stuff over there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just I go to them frequently and see they put out a lot of great stuff. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. So now we have um, funny. Funny. We always want to close with something light, right? Something lighter. Yeah. Um, Okay. Have you heard of Mortified? Oh, Yeah. You know, mortified. Big okay. time. Kimmy? Nope. Uh-uh. Tell me, ladies. Okay. Well, it is a storytelling series. It's kind of like moth-like, like live storytellers. But they're reading from their teenage journals. And mortified because they are so embarrassing. <laughs> Just imagine. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I'd have the courage to read my teenage journals in front of people. But um, once again, some of them are you know, sad and touchy, but most of the time it is just hysterical. What these teenagers care about, (laughs) the way they say things. It's my favorite part is when you can tell they have an awareness that someone is reading. You know what I mean? They're like, this is top secret, but they're, 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 they're on a stage. They know someone at some point is going to be reading it. Even when they say, "I, I hope no one ever reads this, you know, it's, but it is, if it is funny it is, it is um the episode that i was going to recommend is actually called Jessica's Diary and it's episode 244 so it's not too far back there've been 300 episodes almost so if you have a long trip coming up i would start downloading mortified but um it's about this girl who just seemed to have a lot of bad luck and a really rough teenage life and she is yet so funny and sees so much light and humor in her life and it was beautiful and funny it, it covered everything for me so I I, I I it was hard for me to pick one episode but that's what I'd start with and just you can't go wrong they're ba- they, they're uh, grouped together by themes so you can go pick one of your favorite themes dear diary great news Matt asked me out I really hope this works out. This is my first boyfriend. I don't want to be rushed into French kissing because I don't know how. (laughs) And and I want to act mature enough for him. I'm just really comfortable around him. He lets me put his hair in ponytails and barrettes and doesn't care what anyone says. Yeah. (laughs) Dear diary, me and Matt pecked for the first time today. (laughs) I thought he was going to French kiss me and I got nervous and accidentally used my body weight and pushed us into the lockers. (laughs) He yelled and said I hurt his wrist. (laughs) 
I felt so stupid. It's weird, though. We never really seem to want to kiss. We only tickle each other. Something is missing, and I think he senses it, too. Why is love so hard? (laughs) All right, we are going to link to it, and I'm listening to that one today. Awesome. Let me know what you think. I will. All right, so there is a new podcast, um, The Coldest Case and Laramie. I'm listening to it, too. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. When I finished The Coldest Case and Laramie, I started it over right away. Like, I've never done that before. Wow. So uh, here's what I want to say. The amount of work that goes into podcasting is, I always say it's 10x what you think it would be. The amount of work that goes into investigative reporting is 100x what you think it would be. So- Kate has clearly the host of the podcast and the investigative journalist of the podcast has won, I I think, a Pulitzer Prize. But the amount of detail and interviews and bookings and access and criminal files and to go back into a cold case where you're really like going through, I mean, archives and scribbles from police officers. I mean, it was it was just Genius. Genius. Yeah. I'm always so blown away by how interesting the stories develop because they can't know that they're going to get something without really diving into it. And so how do you dive so deep into an investigative journalism piece without even knowing if there's going to be a payoff at the end? Yes. And that one was as much about journalism as the crime. And I'm not spoiling anything, but they play in a very long segment of someone being interrogated. And I felt like that was one of the boldest moments I've heard on a podcast. And the reason I listened twice was she did something that changed my thinking. I'm not going to spoil anything. And I thought, how did she do that to my brain? And that is why I had to go back and re-listen. So I think that's a great recommendation. Erica touched on this, but one of the things I really appreciated, and I think it had to be, well, it was incredibly true and part of the story, but I think they were also really intentional in weaving it in, is it gave you a snapshot of where we (laughs) were and in some cases still are as a country when it came to race, um, when it came to sexuality, when it came to our criminal justice system and hearing these interrogations and when it came to women. And I mean, it, it's it's much bigger than a cold case. I think it's, yes. it's a deeper story and um, historical context and understanding on a lot of really important issues we're still grappling with. I often wonder what the future is for just, you know, how we prosecute people when there's so many more people who understand the criminal justice system because of podcasts (laughs) and they understand like what blind plea is. I didn't know what that was before. You know, now we know. I don't know how that will affect the future if people will get more, you know, podcasts have gotten people off death row, you know, like it will be really interesting to see what future generations, how they impact how we 
treat criminals and non-criminals. Yeah, I've heard that police departments are really annoyed about the rise of true crime because it's created all these true crime aficionados and super fans and, you know, who take it upon themselves to start investigating cases and they're calling police departments all the time and using up their time and resources in their detective work. But on the flip side, people have helped solve cases. Listeners have helped solve cases. People who care about these stories are solving cases. And I think it's great. I'm like, yes, more power to them. I doubted this was a story my editor would be into. A 36-year-old cold case from my time in high school and might have a perfectly reasonable explanation for where it stood. But I figured, what's the harm in making some calls? Pulling some string. A little side project that turned into a full-fledged reinvestigation of the case and the people and the place I thought I understood. Well, we're clearly we're gripped by this podcast, <laughs> The Coldest Case in Laramie. Um, so you'll have to check it out, guys, and let us know what you think. Yeah, so we will link to all of these podcasts to make it easy for you to find and listen. And Lauren and Erica, where can people follow you and learn more about all of your podcast magic? Well, I just want to say thank you for doing this because I am obsessed with getting people to listen to more podcasts. And I wish podcasters did this more because we, you know, we need to grow the industry. We need to get people listening to more and people listening to this show are podcast lovers. So that the perfect audience. So I really appreciate that you did this. Um, the best way to find me is Lauren Passell on Twitter. I'm on, I have an unhealthy relationship with Twitter. I'll be there, but also my company is tinkmedia.co and Everything I do is there, including Podcast the Newsletter, which is my newsletter that is just a love letter to podcasts and the people who make them. And I can't re recommend Lauren's podcast newsletter enough. It is, I read it every week and she puts some like the cutest, she always has the best titles and puts cute little emojis in them. And it's brilliant. It's, it's brilliant. So yeah, yes. it really is. Yeah. And for me, you can reach me on Instagram. That's where I kind of hang out the most. And I'm at Erica L. Gerard because Erica Gerard was taken, if you can believe that. So at Erica L. Gerard and my website is podkitproductions.com. You can also reach out to me there or at Erica at podkitproductions.com. All right. Well, thank you both for being here. And another thing I love about podcasts is how it brings people together. And without podcasting, I would not have met either of you who I adore and love. So another shout out to podcasting for bringing great people into my life. That's why I love my job so much. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go listen to some podcast ladies. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.